Welcome to Philly Sportscast with your hosts, E-Money, Dirk, and Dave. What's happening, guys? What's happening? Ooh, sorrow, sorrow, sorrow. sorrow. I got a, I got like a, this pit in my stomach right now. God, another chalk up for another loser for it's Philly. A, it's a tradition in Philly Sportscast when you hear taps. That means one <laughs> of the teams has gone down. I'm telling you. This time it was the Flyers. Fast, God. too. And it wasn't even close. Nope. And you know what? They weren't even in the series. And you know, my wife always asked me why I drink so much. <laughs> there you go. It's because of these goddamn teams in this town. I agree. That's, I always I agree. thought I was bipolar. Every four months, I would get pissed off. Yeah. I want to like kill somebody. Right. But it's someone's losing every four months. And someone's you know, getting knocked out. You, you know what that's diagnosed as? Seasonal disorder. That's not Philadelphia. If you live in Philadelphia. <laughs> If you live in Philadelphia, that's your seasonal disorder. You have it four times a year instead of twice a year. Yes. It's horrible. 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 I mean, this especially hits this hits hard for this me. This team was put together to win a Stanley Cup. Had yes. a chance, came out of it full of wins, right or wrong. But they were going nuts. They had that streak when they went out west. Yeah, was it like a 12-game, 13-game streak? Yeah, like unbeaten streak. They were looking fabulous. Great. It was great. But they were losing to the good teams. They were lo- They tied New Jersey during that stretch, and then they lost. Well, they lost to Detroit at the very end of that road trip. Right on, right on. That was at the end of the road trip. Everyone's like, that's no big deal. But, yeah, they were losing to the good teams. They lost to Buffalo, not counting the playoffs. Three out of four times. Well, Dave, as our resident Flyers fan, how do you feel about this team this year? Dude, I hate it now. It was We waited one full year of no hockey, came back, the Flyers signed Forsberg, Hatcher, Ratchy. Nice. Sound, it still sounds awesome. It, it sounds, sounds great on paper. You got doesn't Forsberg. It? You got Richards coming up. You got Carter coming up. Yes. Yes. Jones. Randy Jones came up, made his debut this year. But, you know, Dave, you're right. I mean, that sounds great. Everything sounds great. This is a big disappointment in Philly. Huge. Big disappointment. This is beyond a disappointment. This was your team. When they didn't win the division, that was a disappointment. You're like, they had the chance. They should have took it. Devils haven't lost a game in their last 15 games, including the playoffs. Unbelievable. They came from nowhere, and they took the division. That was a disappointment. This is just... You can't even put words to it. Drop the ball. Eh, they no, dropped the puck. They dropped some, the puck. But something is seriously wrong with this team. It's a, a year after year after year, regardless of the amount of talent you put on there, regardless if you add the best player in the world, in the world. you're still losing in the first round of playoffs. And it was said over and over again on this sportscast is what happens. You know, did Forsberg come to uh, play his playoff you know, stuff like I, he does every year. I guarantee you he's the only reason why they won those two games. Those two only games, reason. Yeah. I, just wanted to, I just wanted to bring it to light so, because that man was doing some magic on yes, that. Absolutely. So in this series, let me get this straight. They lost one game. 8-2, to two, I believe eight it was. 8-2. Eight to 8-2. Eight they were shut out. Shut out 3 nothing game five. And on the most important game at home in front of your screen, this place was going crazy. Going nuts. Pre-first period. Face painters were out. Before the third yeah, period, right. it's now six to one. Six to one. Six, six to, one, to one. Buffalo. Ash let up five goals. The no. last two were three on one and a two on one. Right. Can't play mesh. But Ash let up five. Nidamaki came in, and that was also Nidamaki's goal that that he quote unquote let up was definitely due to bad poor defense. Right. He made a, two incredible saves right. on that goal. Three but shots. It, but that from goal right doesn't there. even matter. Doesn't Dave, matter. what do you call him Desjardins these days? Desjardins Dangerous. Yeah, that is a good, good name for him. Get a good look at him on the television right now. While the game's not over yet, we can say hey. that. Get a good look at Desjardins because that's better be the last time you see him on, flyers, on a Flyers ice. We don't make many predictions, 
we predicted that the Phillies would not make the playoffs when they lost to Houston, Houston, and it came correct. They even tried. They tried to fool us, but they couldn't. Nope. We called it two weeks prior. We're calling the game one period before it's over. It's done. Got to yes. call it. Got to yes. call it. We're calling it one period before it's over. They're down six one. We're gonna. We're going into this sports cast. If you, uh, the fly. It's just the beginning of the third period, but we're assuming that they're not going to win. You could call us Notre Dame, but we are taking a stand here. They will lose. <laughs> Notre Dame. <laughs> I believe it's Nostradamus. Notre. You're Notre. I love it. I'm telling you. You're no I'm telling you, you are no true. This is a terrible disappointment. It's a terrible day in Philly oh, sports. Oh, it's horrible. But it was going to happen. And you know why it was going to happen? Because it's the Because Philadelphia- he money called it four months ago. <laughs> no, no, it's not true, Evan. You called the Flyers winning this series in six. Oh, I, oh yes, I did say that. But I'm talking about winning the whole deal. All right, well, let's put something in perspective here. This is a Philadelphia Flyers team. Regardless of the amount of talent, regardless of how hard Bobby Clark worked to get this team to where it is, it's a Philadelphia Flyers team that's losing again in the first round. That's the bottom. Well, they usually point. make it to the second round at least. No, last year they made it to the game before the Stanley Cup. It was game seven. They lost. Tampa Bay won on. Uh, not last two. year. Two years ago. Sorry. There's well, no last year. Right. Last right. year was two years ago. But they went to the Stanley Cup. The Eastern Conference Finals. Right. The Eastern Conference Finals. To the same game seven of the Eastern Conference Finals yes. and eventually lost to the Stanley Cup champion. Yes. That's all well and good. But you can't blame Ken Hitchcock for this the way this team plays. Can you? Who do you blame? Players? Well, it's I, I blame Bobby Clark. For for six games, you blame players? No, I blame Bobby Clark because he's not looking at, t- at how valuable team speed is in this NHL. I thought Bobby Clark brought in speed. I, I thought he thought about speed because the the, uh, the new rules, um, not bringing in. Well, who, know, who did he bring in? He brought in Forsberg, and he's fast. He's he's got he, the finesse. This is a finesse team. They haven't been a finesse team well, for there's fifteen a years. There's a difference between finesse and speed. This Buffalo team has team speed. Peter Forsberg might have finesse, you know, passing what have you. But this Flyers team is slow. Am I right or wrong? You are correct. Watching this, they brought in Forsberg, who can skate. They have Gagne, who is fast. He also brought in Knubel, who is slow. Hatchu, who's slow. Ratchy, who's slow. Chris Tyron, who didn't play that much, but he is slow. Yeah, Brashear out there. Desjardins Dangerous. Desjardins Dangerous is out there. But that's they had um, picking in in the back, who's fast. They had at the beginning of the season, they had Dennis Seidenberg, who was fast in the back. Kim Janssen, who can push the puck up, who got hurt, hasn't played. So they had some speed. They wanted to go with a mixture, it seemed like. Maybe the injuries caught up to them where they just mo- more of the slower players were out there, but they definitely were not ready to play Buffalo. Buffalo, they had four good lines who could skate on each – players that could skate Absolutely. on each line. Absolutely, and that's what it comes down to. Those odd man rushes allowed them to get easy goals yep. and because of their team speed. The line break- changes. The line changes. Am they I, couldn't get on the ice quick enough. Am I breaking it down accurately? Oh, though? yes. Team speed is what the Buffalo has and is what the Flyers lack, and the Flyers aren't going to be successful in the NHL without – Quick players. Right. They're going to be chained. they got to get rid of Desjardins. I don't know what's going to happen next year with the contracts. Is it easier to get rid of someone now? Is it going to be harder? Because you really can't absorb someone else's contract now by just cutting them and say, okay, we'll have $2 million of his contract coming towards our cap when they're going to be just so hey, close to the cap. Anyhow. I don't even want to talk about next year. I want, oh, to, yeah. I want to be angry about this year already. Anger this- is not even a word. Well, what is the just- word? There's no words. You can't put this in words right now. This is just more disappointment than 
I've experienced for a Flyers team, especially one that was so hyped. I can understand if you lose in Game 7 right before the, the Stanley Cup. And put was, some effort into yes. it. Yes. These were horrible. Get this, us there. Get us there. This was what happened. Let's break this series down. Game 1. Domination in Buffalo. First two period, totally dominated. The Flyers got two Came goals back. in the third period. Tied Esch it was up. the man. Tied it up. Yeah. And they shouldn't. Esch was the man. And he fifty five really, saves or something like they, that. They shouldn't even have been in the game. No. Second game, total blowout. Total yes. waste. Total, total just blowout. Absolute waste. Flyers come home. Third game, stole that up to first goal. Forsberg comes into play. Right. What do you have? Two goals and assists. Two that goals game? and yeah. an assist. Yeah, and it he, was three one. I think this game wasn't it three one. No, I, I don't know what the final. Yeah, it could have been four two. I'm not sure of the exact okay. final. Game two, game three. I'm sorry, game four. Same thing. Same deal. Forsberg, Forsberg does that amazing. The whole line. Run. Yep, they just played. They played well together. Game five. Game five. Go back to Buffalo. Get shut out. They start taking too many penalties again. Buffalo's power play starts really picking it up. They get two power play goals. They get a goal each period. Flyers don't do anything. They that, don't test Ryan Miller at this at all. point, no one's winning away. They don't mm-hmm. test them. They mm-hmm. didn't test them. And then game six, Flyers fans going absolutely bananas, ready for a great hockey game to force a game seven because anything can happen in a game seven. Exactly. Especially the way Gagne has been playing throughout the series. And Forsberg, exactly. And having Peter Forsberg on your team. Boom. What happens? They let up three quick first period goals onto a slaughter fest. Yep. They absolute. Skating around with their heads down. Oh, yeah. And they're just taking shots from the point, hoping no. that something goes in when it's not, and nothing's going to work that way. I mean, that's, that's been the last two periods of this game, is that that team has been taking shots from the corners 20, 20 feet and plus out. That's how they should have been shooting on the power play before. They should have been taking shots instead of wasting two minutes passing it around, not getting any shots. Now they're dumping it in. Yeah, if you want to try to get a shot on that, that's good. You're down six to one now. Who knows what they're going to do? So I mean, I I I, I, I mean, feel like a, we should I talk mean, about the Flyers so much, but what, it's 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 so dep- there's nothing to talk about. Well, it's not like any educated hockey fan or even casual hockey fan, any sports fan, could see this coming though with this Flyers team. It doesn't delay the inevitable. If they don't, if they win this Buffalo series, then they're done, they're toast anyway. So it's almost like you want them to lose this game to be done with it. I don't. I don't want them to lose, but but I'm not. Totally upset. They didn't really have a shot in the series. They shouldn't have even won the games, games that they won. Without Peter Forsberg, without his amazing skill, they don't win those two games. I mean, it's a what is the what is the rest of the Flyers team doing? At, are they really celebrating after those two wins? They, they should, have to at least know. They have to say to themselves, "Without this guy, we're dead. We're done." They should say, "Hey, thanks for winning this game. We'll help you win the next game." See, I don't know what they're saying. Right. Because you never – I mean, I hope they're saying all those things. But who the hell – I don't know because they don't look like they're saying much. They don't. They didn't come out. They weren't aggressive enough. They didn't come out and dominate. There was no domination dominate. this whole series. They were dominated. They were, they were dominated. They were, they were dominated. dominated. Even the games that they won, they, they were, were dominated. dominated. So if you guys had a microphone standing outside the Spectrum or whatever it's called now, the Wachovia Center – and you had a microphone. I'm you, sure there'll you, be one out there. And you heard these Flyers fans coming out. What are the Flyers fans going to say when they come out of there? Because there, there's two types of Flyers fans. There's the emotional Flyers fan right now that's going to get so pissed that is pissed but will remain pissed for a while. Just like the when the Eagles lost all those NFC Championship games. You had the fans come out and go, we can't handle this anymore. We're, we're, this is ridiculous. And then you're going to have these Flyers fans that come out 
that go, that's all right. We'll get them next year. We just had too many injuries this year. Who the hell says that? Oh, there are those fans out there. They're, they're, they're the jersey-wearing peeps the, the all day long. Looking the kind the that wear the Flyers jerseys to the Phillies games. They got the rose-colored glasses on. Everything's okay. Everything Don't will they? be fine. Yes. And the other, I thought the other people were going to be like, Mother ever, I hate this Flyers team. I'm going to kill somebody. Got like a six-pack in them. They got their face painted, and they're ready to kill somebody. They're ready to toss a car over. Nope. Tart on fire. The whole town's going on fire. But I don't know if that's going to be Absolutely the most forgiving fans in this city are Flyers fans, without a doubt. The most rose-colored glass-wearing peeps on earth. They'll always go back. They always go back. And there's always some reason why they didn't make a run at the Stanley Cup. Well, I mean, we mean they always go back. I mean, Eagles fans always go the back. The Eagles are the same Eagles, way, too. Eagles always more, sell out. Right, no, but Eagles fans have guys coming out of that stadium angry. I don't know how many Flyers fans are going to really come out angry tonight. Tonight angry. you'll have angry people just because these people are expecting a win. Every home team has been winning in the playoffs during this series. So you're expecting that. People will be mad. You're going to have more people wearing rose-colored glasses. Yeah, but the Sabres, the Sabres knew – that every team has won, and the home team has won throughout the series, and they came out and just kicked their right. ass. But you, right, they expect Buffalo. Hey, Buffalo's up one nothing. That's the same as everything else. We can still do something as a player. Let's do it. They never did that. The Flyers never did that. So the fans should be pissed. They will say, "Oh, don't worry. Oh, next year will be different." They'll make up some kind of excuse of if the Flyers did better in the shootouts that they weren't ready for, or if they. Won the division. Yeah, well, that's if they did better on the shootouts, they would have won the division. They would have had an easier game. Without injuries to Peter Forsberg. Right. Oh, maybe the Olympic break. Uh, right, exactly. They'll blame something, well, I which think is a bunch of horseshit. It is horseshit. It is horseshit. They got outplayed this whole series. I'm tired of playing taps before the show. Exactly. Every team is not is coming out, and they're not doing what they need to do. These teams are supposed to win championships. That was what was great about the Sixers. We didn't have to worry about playing taps. No, right. we didn't. We didn't have to worry about playing taps because it wasn't even a shot. And that's another thing. I mean, a Philly, uh, a Philly team expected to do really, really well, and they just, they just don't. They don't come. They don't deliver. They don't deliver. They have the I talent mean, to deliver. They, yeah, I mean, they put they, every, every. They always put together these great teams, and then we just we lose. We're just losers. No, we're not losers. They're losers. Though, that Flyers team is a bunch of losers. I mean, uh, they got, as Philadelphia they, is a bunch of losers. They bent over tonight, and somebody stuck a skate up their ass. And that's exactly what happened. Right, and that's what happened uh, to the Phillies last year. That's what happened Eagles to the, the Eagles at the beginning of the beginning of the year. This is what happens to these teams. And uh, this is just another – chalk it up to another another notch in somebody's book they're writing because somebody better – because if they don't uh, write it, I better start writing it because yeah. this, is a, yeah. this is a bestseller right here. The never-ending story. Curse. We got the curse. The never-ending story. There you go, Forget Dave. Forget that about that Red Sox curse. That was only one team. This is four teams here. Yeah, kept hearing about that curse as they're winning Super Bowl after mm-hmm. Super Bowl. Yeah, oh, yeah, and uh, why the Celtics are going championship after yeah, championship. Yeah, that ba- Boston's got nothing on us. I don't give a nothing. shit. Nothing, they got nothing. There's no team. There's no city on the, in North America that's got anything on on Philadelphia. This Flyers team was put together to win the Stanley Cup. They started the – what is the difference between the team that started the season and now? Dave. Hope. Hope. <laughs> what kind of answer is that? Oh, but you can hope because it's so early in the season. That's what the Phillies the season, have. That's what you have. The hope. Phillies have hope now. The Phillies don't have hope because they got John no. Lieber who can't win. They have uh, 
You're already proving that these guys can't win right now, the Phillies. The Flyers were winning at the beginning. The they have, were leading. But the Phillies have hope because the season just started. They're just no, they're already out of it. But they're losing. Well, they're, they're, they're 11 games behind the Mets right now? Six. 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 Oh, six? Yeah. Don't, they're That's not great. By it. May 1st, they're six games out of it. Well, every team in the East is six games out of it then. We're not talking you about every team. You can't tell me that. You can't about the Mets. Yeah, but you the can't Phils. tell me that the Mets are just going to run away with this. Uh, the way the Phils are, they're going to oh. run away from them. Well, there's a lot of blood flowing around here. A lot of uh, everybody better check their uh, blood pressures because it's pretty high around here. Because we're pretty pissed off, we're very pissed off, and we should be. And now we're getting at each other. Beginning of the year, that's all you heard. This team's going to the Stanley Cup. They're going to come out of the East. They're going to the Stanley Cup. They can't even make it out of the goddamn first round. Horrible. It's horrible. Absolutely horrible. Absolutely horrible. Just horrible. And they, it's not that they lost by some fluke goal on Game 7. Right. They were absolutely dominated in this series. And anybody who reads the paper after they won Game 3 and won Game 4, and they look at all this like glowing stats and, and Forsberg's the man and this, you know, Esch has played so well, but he lit up that real dinky one early. They were dominated. Absolutely dominated. It wasn't even close. And if I got to hear once, if Keith Primo was playing, it would oh. be different. Oh, my god! F that. Oh the dude gosh. had one good playoff out of like five, six years here. He's not the goddamn savior coming here he, to Philadelphia. He scored a goal in triple yeah. overtime. That's what he did. That's what he did. He wouldn't have made that big of a difference. He would have been a little slower out there getting beat to pucks by other people. Yeah, maybe he would have hit someone, but the way all the penalties were being called, he was going to be called for something. They just got outplayed, out-hustled. Their first goddamn penalty tonight, too many men on the ice, coming off of a power play. That's just, you're not mentally ready for the game here. But how much of that is really, is coaching? These guys know that. I mean, it's not like the coaches can tell them that what too many men on the ice is. They know know that as well as they know about lacing up their skis. You should know, Derek's coming off, I'm coming on. Well, they do know that, right? That's what they should know. At the end of the power play, if he calls a different line, if they're saying, okay, second power play line's out, but when the power play's over, we're switching it. E-Money, you take your line out. They have to know on the bench, okay, well, I'm not on E-Money's line. I'm going to be going out instead of so-and-so, or so-and-so is going to be going out instead of me. Just dumb communication. It's horrible. 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 And that's what's even worse. If they lost, you know what? Be pissed off for a couple days. Wipe it. You know what? Don't even have to worry about it. They're out of it. We get to watch the Phillies. But right now, the Phillies aren't playing up to expectation either. There you go. That's the truth. You can't. We have nothing. You can't lose a series in Pittsburgh. You can't. You know, they, they won't beat Florida and Dontrell Willis last night, but they really shouldn't. They were just getting dominated right. by him. Burrow hit that big dinker, but, I mean, if it wasn't for Florida mental mistakes, and the Phillies took advantage of that, they, yeah, the rookie supposed mistakes. To win, and, you know, this team isn't really winning games. It's well, it's backdooring into games, and that's exactly right. what they backdoored into that win last night. And that's a good segue, Dave. But you know, do you, are we done? Are, what's your what's your final thought on the Flyers? What's your final thought on this final game of this fi- of the season about this team that gave you so much hope this year? F them. They f me. F them. They. Did, but did they F you as a talent? Yes. The talent isn't no, there. Talent, they had some good talent. They do have a good, talented team. Maybe it's heart that you hear about. Maybe the it's an individual player thing, and they're not a team. They can't play it as a team. It could be that. It could be 
They just weren't ready to be ran around the whole time. You can't chase people around. Once they start getting in the zone, you're not playing the correct position. You start chasing the puck. You can't skate as fast as that puck's being passed. You're going to be behind them. The guy's going to get an open shot. They've been putting that bas- the biscuit in the basket. No problem there. How many Flyers teams do you know that in a Stanley Cup playoff, regardless of the round, have given up seven or more goals in, this, in individual games in the series? Do you ever do you ever remember that? Once I think they said last time was actually against Buffalo in like ninety eight or something like that. They let up seven goals. Twice in the series? No, now twice. That that was once. Now they did it twice to Buffalo in the same series. Unheard of. And once at home. Yes. Unheard of. Unheard of. And it's just pathetic. A pathetic team. Pathetic, pathetic hockey team. Not ready for the playoffs. Not Not at all. Not ready for the playoffs. There's like eight minutes left in the game. And what was Steve Coates saying? 7-1. Steve Coates is like, yeah, the Flyers lost their captain. They lost Kim Janssen. Pinkerton. It takes a toll on them. So the excuses have begun. Already making excuses. Unbelievable. Bullshit. Unbelievable how these commentators can say these kinds of things. These Flyers, this Flyers team did not come out to play. What are Because they, they had to face them in the locker room afterwards? Or because they take the same flights as they do? Come on, the season's over. What's to be his buddy? Yeah, I want to be my buddy too, and tell me how it really is. If you if you're, but they went for the positive. No, approach. these guys are all positive. They all, they're always positive throughout the year. That's all they are is positive. Anytime oh. doesn't matter what it is. If it's a bad call, if it's a call that went the Flyers' way, ah, oh, you know what? Sometimes it's give and take. The Flyers got away with that one instead of saying, "Oh, that's the worst call." So let's break down his excuse real quick. What was the first part of that? They lost their captain. They lost. Okay, Primo. so they lost Primo. You just said that Primo doesn't deliver anything. Oh, he comes in the playoffs. He came one playoff. No, he's no big deal, especially in this new league that we see all the time now. What's, Nothing. What was the second part? Kim Johnson defense. Okay, we could have used him. We see how Ratchie's out there. We see how Hatcher's out there. We see how days are dangerous. Oh come on! Bringing someone else in could have helped some. He would have helped some. Oh, you know what he would have helped? Instead of them losing seven or eight to three, they will lose six to three right. or four to three. Okay, okay, there you go. So, so they still lose. Games. Exactly. And what was it? Was there a third part of his excuse? I don't know. I was too pissed off to hear after that. Yeah, no, I heard you. They were saying away. something else. But goddamn, coach, he's up. Oh, yep, the injuries. You know what? When you came into the playoffs, you knew who you had. You said this is who we're bringing into the playoffs. We're going to go play. We're going to go win. They lost Forsberg in game two. Then you say something about injuries. Right. Nobody got hurt in the playoffs. I agree. That's I agree. who you had. Go I, do it. I totally agree with you. They lose Forsberg in game two. Then you got to say, well, they lost their best player, and they, they just really didn't have what it took to you win. Know, right. Game one was real tough, you know. Yeah, if they, they if they came to play in game one, which they really didn't, like they battled back. They I mean, that was back. that was a that was a good okay, game. That's, that's a good point. That's but good. then they got smoked Smoke. in game two. A little snowman action. Snowman. It's not damn horrible. All right, let's move on to the Eagles draft. Please, so, let's do it. Something we, positive. That's the only thing that's positive. That's the best thing that's happening right now, I believe, in Philadelphia sports is the draft. Right. Because last week we were talking about what are they going to do, what are they going to do. I think they did some good things. Everybody was saying Winston Justice in the first round. Would have been a great pick. Would have been a great pick. Got him in the second round. That's great. Incredible. Incredible. First pick, Broderick uh, Bunkley. I can't believe he's even there. He was even there. Talk about He should have been in the top ten. That was a really, really unpredictable draft this year. You never knew what was going to happen. Very nice. Very nice. 
It's a shame. It's crazy, you know, how Texans signed before the draft and then Bush. That was amazing second. that Bush did not go first. We kept saying that last week. Bush it's is amazing. number one. Isn't it amazing? And you know how much money he must have lost in that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And what about Lenhart? What do you go? 10th? 10th, Arizona. I like him out there. That could be really good for him out there. I can be good for him. I agree. But I, I, I thought he was going to go higher than that. I thought he was going to go third instead of Vince Young. Instead of Young, yeah. But they took Young. I'd I, I, I rather have Lenhart any day. But what think, makes you guys – I mean, why are you so happy with the draft? The, the This is total well, – spe- give us something, Dave. It's total speculation that these guys are going to come out and help this team do anything. That's what's the best part about the draft uh, is all speculation. Hope? Yeah. The because speculation, that's at what, what you look got. at. Does question mark equal, spe- equal hope these days? What, do you want me to boo what they pick? I thought they had great picks. Mark. Now, well, well, Anytime you're sitting in front of a game, when the game's about to start – do you sit down and say, yeah, I think we're going to win? Or do you say, you know what, I think we're going to lose. Prove me wrong. I know they're going to lose, and I hope that they win. Okay. Oh. Well, oh. I go in a total different perspective. I go, you know what, you're going to win tonight. Prove me wrong. I want to see you win. I don't want to be sitting there at the beginning going, okay, they stink. They're going to lose. Game's already over. But what did the Eagles do for this draft to make this team better? Core players. They got a defensive tackle. They got – Offensive guard. I don't know what position he's going to play. They're two talking, guards. Didn't they get two guards? Well, they got two guards. Well, I think they're talking about one well, who's going to play tackles. Let's just talk about rounds one, two, and three, okay? I don't want to get in past, you know, into fourth round, fifth round, all these other picks that they have coming in. But they well, have a couple week, wide receivers that are coming in that will be real nice. That will help them good. out. Listen, I'm a big fan of Advin from Michigan, but he's he's not an impact player. Not talking impact player. When you're talking fourth, fifth, sixth round, I'm talking special teams. These are the players that we're going to need to come in there. Special teams, the Philly or the Phillies. My fault. The Eagles. Special teams have not been well. Reno right, Mahe. Let's talk about Broderick Bunkley and Winston Justice. All right, let's talk about Broderick Bunkley. I want to give you guys some quotes, and you tell me how you feel. These are guys, these are experts in the field, and this is what they say about Broderick Bunkley. I want to bring out two quotes: one from Sports Illustrated, and one from NFL.com. From Sports Illustrated, ever improving the past two seasons. Two seasons. Bunkley is a terrific one-gap lineman who can be used in different schemes. Elevated his draft stock significantly at the Senior Bowl and is now a first-round pick. All right, great. But he wasn't a first-round pick before the Senior Bowl. So one game has made him a first-round pick, and you guys are putting all your hopes on this guy. Not all our I'm hopes. I'm putting all my hopes on this guy. The, the Eagles needed the front seven of defense. They needed to do some things, and they did some things. This guy is, is a monster. He's going to be a good defensive tackle. So they did. They did what they had to do. They did what I wanted them to do. When I see when I see what they need to do, and then they 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 act on that. That makes me as an individual very happy. When we talk about it on the on the podcast of last week, what they need to do, and they do it, that makes me happy. They do two of the things they needed to do. Right. I mean, what else do you want them to do? We haven't seen these people play well, at the NFL level. We don't know what's going to happen, but we know what needs the gaps need to be filled for the Eagles, and they did that. Well, last year at Florida State, this guy had 25 tackles for a loss and nine sacks. So that might be rare for an inside lineman, but it's just going to the NFL. The NFL right. now. Right. Okay. Um, you can say this about anybody that got drafted. Too. That's what I'm saying. Okay. You just made my point. Just be quiet for one second. You said exactly what I'm trying to say. You can say bad things about everybody, and you can say great things like you guys are doing. This team is an 8-8 eight eight team, maybe. And they got these players. Well, you two told players. me a month ago they were going to the playoffs. So no, what the hell are you I did not. Yes, you did. Bring, bring it up. You, pull, you bring it up. That's I'll look I for it. I will look for it. Because let me tell look you something, Dave. He said it. This team... 
relied on this draft to get them to where they need to go, and they got an inside defensive lineman and an offensive lineman, and now all of a sudden they're going to make the playoffs? I didn't I'm not say, saying they're making the playoffs. That. I said they plugged gaps that they had to plug. I said that they need to do a defensive tackle. They need to do an uh, inside linebacker or an outside linebacker. They didn't. They needed to. Do, they needed to fill those gaps. Why are you ecstatic? Who said ecstatic? Which one of you? Is? I'm thrilled. I don't think hey, I when, said ecstatic. When you're making steps in the right direction, life. you're making steps, taking steps in the right direction. That's awesome. That's what you want to see your team do. The Phillies needed a pitcher. They didn't go out and get a pitcher. Right. We all are pissed off about that. They have John Lieber as their number one, Brett Myers as their number one. Lieber's not stepping up to the plate, so we are pissed about that. They went out and got Zito, Martinez, Santana, anyone like that. We would have been thrilled or to say ecstatic. Even if Zito was here and not producing like he's not producing now, we'd still be like, hey, they needed to, they needed to fill that gap. They did that. It's rest is up to their hands. I we, can't, you can't control the players. Yeah, we were thrilled when they traded. Maybe not thrilled. Hey man, what's why are you holding your head? We what do you were, want? What do you? What did you want the Eagles to sign? What did you want them to, to draft? I he, want to know what not producing like he's not producing now means. I know. No, don't start knocking him. Zito's not doing too well at the A's right now, dude. Yeah, when Zito I, played, you mean, I say Cy Young, you are Cy Young. I'm, what, what do you want the Eagles? What did you want the Eagles to do? But you guys are you guys are drinking the Kool Aid, man. If they would have drafted a running back, or okay, no, so you want a no, running back no, no, now? No, no. Okay, I knew I knew you were going to jump down my throat. Relaxing money to go get yourself a shot of Jack or something. Relax for one second. I don't want a running back. I don't want a wide receiver. Although I think those are two glaring needs right now. These guys got a tackle because Andy Reid told you he needed a tackle. And they got an offensive lineman because they said they wanted justice in the first round. Do you think there's some other reason why he fell to the second round? Well, they say if he's character. so good, why they did say character? Why did Lendell White fall to this? Dave, listen, I don't want to hear anything else about anybody else, about any okay. other players. I want to know why. I don't know why he fell. I, I wasn't why. in the draft room. I'm not talking. See, again, you're putting words on it. Will you let me finish, sure. please? Why do you think the Eagles are better because of Broderick Bunkley and Winston Justice. Core players. They need interior linemen. Trey Thomas got hurt. John Runyon's getting older. We need linemen. We drafted Andrews, McDougal in the last two years. We have young players in there. Going to have to rotate them. That's what they do a lot. They rotate their players on the defense, let these guys go in and play. The younger they are, hopefully the faster they are, the more lungs they got. They can play longer. Instead of having Hollis Thomas in there, who plays two downs and has to sit out two downs. Got rid of him now. They're going to be putting these guys in. I'm not saying they're going to be better than Hollis Thomas. I'm not going to say they're going to the Pro Bowl like Corey Simon did. we got younger players at the positions we need. They do need a running back. They have Westbrook, though. You have all that money in there. We all say he's not a number one running back. He's not the power back you have. There wasn't that kind of power back to get at, in that draft last year, or last week. Was there? I don't think that's the number one thing we should be. That wasn't the number one thing we right. needed. That's a fifth and sixth round. The number one find. thing they needed was a was an interior defensive lineman. I thought they needed a defensive front seven, whatever they wanted to get. Yes. After they got rid of Corey Simon last year, when we kept watching it, we kept saying that defense Corey is Simon. horrible. Everybody missing Corey Simon. Did Hollis Thomas produce for you last year? Not as much as we wanted. Okay. Nobody did. But don't you think the combination of the two could have? Uh... What with Hollis Thomas? Yeah. Well, you have Hollis Thomas, you have Terrence Howard in there now. Or not Hollis Thomas. You have Bunkley, and you have Howard in there. 
I don't know who else is still going to be on the team when they're moving everything around. They're going to have plenty of people to put in there. Okay. Well, I'm. So you're unhappy with their draft? I'm picks. not unhappy with the oh. draft. I'm not. Listen, listen. I really want to put myself. Are on we? The record are we here. too happy? No. Maybe for you. I think. I think that the Eagles satisfy the needs that they have to. That they're trying to satisfy in order to build on for years to come. I. I think this draft really hit. Really puts the hammer on the nail that this team is rebuilding and not capable of winning a championship anytime soon. This team is rebuilding by drafting these players. But that's not – I didn't even know that we were talking about that. And no. no. What listen, do you mean I'm not talking soon. about them going to the playoffs next year. I wasn't even even discussing that. Well, I was so talking you, about the draft picks that they have for maybe that'll make the longevity of the next five so years. But why are you ecstatic then? Because well, I'm happy with the, the – I'm sorry, ecstatic. The, you've never said ecstatic before. So why are you so happy? I'm just happy with the, with the choices that they made. Why? Because, because, give me I, because why. I, like, I like what they did. Because what I see. I like. I what, think what they needed this. What do you see, Ev? What do you see? I saw a horrible defensive front, and they needed to make some moves, and they did. They by drafting Broderick Bunkley. Yes, I think that's a great. I think that's a good thing. Are you saying it's because the draft dictates where these people go before the draft even begins? Are you mad at the draft? What is your problem? What are you mad at Broderick Bunkley for? Broderick I'm not Bunk- mad at Broderick Bunkley. I'm mad. That this team is in a rebuilding stage. Why are you mad about that? A five-year cycle, man. We should this be is, mad about the NFL. free agency, too. I mean, this is, this is the way it is in the NFL. Eagles are oh, it's not, They're not going to win the Super Bowl for a very long time. Or gonna, you know, this is just the way it is. And if the people out there don't know that, then they got some problems. And they got a lot of reality that's going to smack them right in the face pretty quick. That's the point I'm trying to make. Well, I, I agree with your point 100%, percent D. But I don't think you should you should knock the players that we got because uh, players that we that we uh, obtained because you know we it's not it's not bad moves they're not bad picks at all and um, the Eagles have been known in in past for really bad picks really when it comes to these when it comes to these kinds of interior linemen when it comes to defense that's I'm not talking about like a Donna McNabb or 99 McNabb or anything like that I'm talking about that. So I, I'm pleased. I'm pleased. Very pleased. I'm ecstatic. Okay, great. But why great. are you not happy with the picks? I don't think it has nothing to do with the picks. You're upset about the team not going in the right direction. I feel that the team is going. I feel that the team is in a rebuilding stage. I was afraid that that's what was happening. And then there was a reason why they didn't get Javon Walker. And then these two picks just solidify. The fact that this team is now rebuilding, not going for the gusto. Anytime you're in a draft, though, it's going to retool or rebuild. You can't draft. Okay, no, I understand. Okay, the, don't get me wrong. Even if the Eagles were, if they had To and they had another another um, another pounding running back, and they had another wide receiver, and Pinky wasn't as bad as he is, and they didn't have an, an really uh, an old really old. Um, veteran safety that is going to give them lots of trouble next year, I believe. They might have drafted these same two guys. Don't get me wrong with that. I agree with you. Okay. But they don't have all those players. And, the, and their safety is still craggly. Right. There wasn't a strong safety you're going to draft out there. Or a there, cornerback. Are you sure about that? Are that's sure going to come in and be an impact player like Brian yeah, Dawkins is? Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. You're I not think, sure? I don't see a player out there that's going to do it. I mean, when these players are getting drafted... To come in and play free safety the way Dawkins does, 
There's no, there was no running back that could have really uh, taken the load off of Westbrook. They, they could have picked well, well, no, no, the, the only person run. was Lendell White. Probably he seemed like the bigger back. D'Angelo Williams, he's a small guy. Bush, he's a small guy. But I think D'Angelo some... Williams is going to be a really good running back in the NFL. I really do. That we're gonna have to wait and see. And I am not. I, I'm gonna be the first one to admit that these guys know Bibles full of NFL right. knowledge that I know that I will never know. But this, as an Eagles fan, I look at this draft and say a rebuilding year, and that's it. And that's it. Five and Let's, seven, eight and eight, not um, five and whatever, five and whatever the number is, nine and seven. Eight I and think eight. they got Javon Walker. It's still a rebuilding year. No, I disagree with that. I totally disagree. I don't with think that. he's gonna be the guy that's gonna come in here and help him. Who who do they have now that's going to help them? Right, they have no one. They have what they have. They're going to have to play with what they have. They're going to sign some kind of big back in August like they always do. Right. I just that's wanna, not going to help them. I just want to say that's the reason why I'm disappointed in the draft because it was like a kick to the gut signifying that this is now a rebuilding year for the Philadelphia Eagles. Let me ask you guys a question. Let me just throw it out there. Thinking back to the last year's season, right? And now, uh, j- now, if you can visualize this and assume and Donovan McNabb is back and he's, he never got hurt. Say he never got hurt, okay? What do you think was the number one problem with that team if Donovan McNabb did not get hurt? What do you think was the number one hole? Defensive line. Do you, are you just saying that? Or no, you, I'm dead serious. Like when you look, if you look I'm at that. I'm deadly serious, and I agree. With, okay, if that's the answer you were looking for, I just gave it to you. I, I'm not. I'm. Just, I, wanna, a, I'm just want a discussion about it. That's give me, all. Give I me just another. Talk ba- about. It. Give me another banana. Grind the organ. What, was was the strong? <laughs> were, were the were the safeties and the corners making all the tackles last year? Does anybody remember? Well, I remember eight, ten yards. Do you remember where Sean Alexander running all over him? You gotta look at. You gotta look at that. Okay. And I thought that was. And now okay. Derek's laughing. Derek's laughing. Uh, what's wrong with you? I'm not. La- it's not who they picked. It's what it signifies. That's what I'm saying. It's what it tells me, and that tells me that the Eagles are rebuilding. Now that's my point. If you if you disagree with that, come th- on another angle. Don't tell me what would you like them to draft in this draft for you not to think that. What would you have liked Jared them crickets. to see for for you not to think that that was a rebuilding period? Did you think it was a rebuilding period before the draft? Because if you did, that's the smart. Move. I would like to have seen more of an impact player when it comes to scoring. Points. So, offensive player like Bam can can like a uh, receiver go right down the field, can burn everybody, and just boom, catch all the balls. Yes. Okay, that's what you wanted to see. And if you saw, if if we got a receiver that was fast and tall and big, you wouldn't think it was a rebuilding year. As much, no. I will say okay. this though, because you have to remember that you lost the best wide receiver in NFL. Yeah, but you have to get over that. We though. lost that during the you year. You really have to get over that, it. Son. I really can't get over it because you haven't replaced them yet. So okay, so listen to me, man. I'm telling you, if they make the entire same picks, every single one from one to whenever, and all their free agent signs. But if they bring, if they trade for Javon Walker, I don't think it's a rebuilding year. Do you agree or disagree? So you want you want a number one wide receiver that's out there. Anybody Who, who's Donovan McNabb going to throw the ball to? Who do you have Javon to throw Walker. to before To? That's Derek's pinky have to answer that one. Okay, pinky. so he still has pinky. Still the same thing. They made it to the playoffs Pinky's both coming years. off an ACL injury. Okay, so but Pinky is not near a Pro Bowl number one wide receiver. Like Javon Walker is. Like T.O. is. So we we didn't have T.O., but we had Pinkston. We made the playoffs. This year we have Pinkston. We're not going to make it to the playoffs. 
We're going to go two and twelve or two and fourteen. Make that. I didn't say. I didn't say that. Well, I, I, I stand by eight and eight. Okay, eight nine and eight. seven. No Which playoffs. No playoffs. One of the two. Ev. I'm yeah, but you're on the, in the head. Well, we're saying not we, <laughs> but you're saying that they're not going to be in the doing anything for a while. It's going to be rebuilding for a couple of years. They're nine and seven this year. Next yeah. year should be ten and six. Then you should Dave, keep winning, I, Dave. I don't care about playoffs. I care about Super Bowl wins. The only way to get to the Super Bowl is in the playoffs, though. Yes, it, it's true, Dave. You're right. So yeah, they get to the playoffs and do they win the Super Bowl though? No, but it doesn't matter. Well, what are you? Well, what are you trying to say to me? I want championships. If you're saying and it's you a want, rebuilding. I year. want championships and you want playoffs, right? No. Are was, you satisfied with the way the Flyers played? Yeah, this oh, year? I'm thrilled. Maybe. Great. Can you rewind Great. to hear how we were talking for the last hour? Great. Maybe you can listen. Well then. What do you? Why is the Eagles any different? You're saying it's a rebuilding year. What the hell does a rebuilding year mean? To me, it means you're going to go five and eleven. Dave, if the Flyers play like they do, okay, Flyer season's over, yes. right? All of a sudden, Bobby Clark comes out and goes, Peter Forsberg doesn't want to play with us anymore. He's mm-hmm. going. He's gone now to Detroit. Okay, so he, he they lose him, but they don't replace him. Do are you happy with how this team is going to be the next year? Biggest thing between hockey and football is salary cap. Okay, you just can't say, oh, we're going to lose a player, a player's going to get signed somewhere else. That doesn't happen. They both have hardcore salary caps, but the Eagles didn't got nothing for Terrell Owens. We had nothing for him last year. I know that. But the Eagles got nothing for him. So you're saying if Forsberg says, I don't want to play with you anymore, they're going to have to get some other player. Right. Of well, he's still under Yeah, he's still under right. contract next year. Hypothetically, Dave. Hypothetically, if, if he, he gets goes, hurt. If he dies in a car accident, God forbid. Right. If he dies in a car accident next week, right? The Flyers will go out and sign someone. They do it every year. We okay, say that every year. But the Eagles, what if they don't? And the Eagles didn't. Right. Would you be satisfied? With the draft or what the Eagles are doing? Regardless, what the Eagles are doing, no, which includes the I said the draft. that at the free agency, that I was disappointed what the Eagles are no, doing. which includes the draft. I'm happy what they did with the draft. So you're, t- you're not happy with free agency. That's no. 50%. And then you're, um, happy. You're, you're happy with the draft. So you're, you're kind of happy. I still think they're going to do okay next year. Is the glass half full or is it half empty? Either way you want to say it. I'm not saying it's rebuilding. I'm still saying they can make the playoffs next year, the year after that. I don't think they're going to be rebuilding the way New Orleans, when they fall down, they fall flat on their face. Take some years to get up. Okay, so they won't fall flat on their face, but they won't win anything. If They're they're going to be closer to winning it than the Saints, than other teams. That's all you need. Now they're going to need. Okay, so you're making a point. You're making your point is that they're going – that. They have to be in it to win it. So they're in the playoffs. So they have might have a shot. If they have these young players, if they can get that wide receiver they need, they, there's still time to make some kind of trade. Who knows what's going to happen? Someone's going to want to get off a team. Someone's going to let go in August. Right, Not that right, I like that. All right, all right, all right. I understand. I understand. It's enough screaming and yelling about the birds. <laughs> I'm not happy with it. No, now you're stopping it. You're the one starting it, bro. Well, I mean, I don't think anybody <laughs> listening listening to this right now who has even gotten this far through this wants to hear us yell at each other. Well, it went off on a tangent because you brought up <laughs> Forsberg got killed. <laughs> God forbid. I know I know somebody out there understands my point, though. How great is that? Gagne has a goddamn goth hat on. He's all ready to go. Yeah, he's ready. He's got his got tiger, my tiger Woods cap he's on. See tiger ya. Woods hat. He's ready to go. He might as well have his clubs out in front of his locker room right now. Okay, I just want to talk real quick on the congratulations to the Philadelphia Phillies for winning Something's two in Florida. Well. Aaron Rowan, good job, Yeah, Bob. nice triple tonight. Hard-working player right there. A couple of ugly wins, a lot of runs being led up by our, the Phillies starting pitching, which is scary, scary, scary. It's not bone-chilling, but it's scary. <laughs> is that Lieber's first win? 
when Rowan hit that triple, they said, oh, got some run for John Lieber there. That's true. So he might have been winning there and then got the uh, the insurance run. That would have been nice. That would have been real nice. Yeah, that's when they took the lead. So if they pinched hit for him at the bot or the before Rowan hit that, he would Lieber, Lieber had, didn't have a win the night, and yet he was the best pitcher that they got. After last night's win, tonight's win, going against the Braves. Got the Giants over the weekend. Then they got At the home. Mets. Momentum. Hopefully we can get some momentum. This Mets this Mets uh series always Phillies Mets always play tough no matter what the schedule is, yep. no matter what the uh records are, they always play tough against each other. So we're gonna have to see. Well they won the night, so we're, Which is we're very looking real nice. good. We're looking real good. Good job, boys. Something positive in the Philly yeah, Philly Philly world. To deal with tonight. Something positive we all agree on. Yeah, we all finally all agree on something. I didn't know if Derek uh, wasn't happy with the uh, rotation. <laughs> I didn't know if he didn't want Lieber there. Hey, say what you want, dude. <laughs> say what you want. Say what you want. I'm very happy that the Phillies won tonight. Yes, I am. Go Phils. Go, 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 Phils. Flyer season. Anything? Uh, anything about the flyer season other than fuck you. Dave, e Fuck you. Uh, thanks. Very disappointed in you, flyers. Very disappointed. Disappointed it's not even a. Can I get a triple right FU? Now. Do we get a triple FU from the D man? No, I'm not going to drop an F bomb. Go ahead, because it'd be great here in three beeps. Yeah, dude. Fuck. Yes, thank you. Fuck them in the ear. <laughs> That's it for me. Uh,. I'm out. I just want oh, to give one plug. Oh. This weekend during the San Francisco Giants game, we do have a friend, even though he's a goddamn Mets fan, plugging away at something. Yes. Cheaterfinger.com. Cheaterfinger.com. If you're interested in purchasing something for the Giants Phil series. We're going to have a lot of fun with that. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll put the link on the sportscast. It's a, it's a pretty fun novelty item for sure. That it is. Also want to give a quick shout out to a new member of the Collins family. Christopher Asher Collins was born yesterday, May 1st, and uh, congratulations. Eight pounds, one ounce, 20 inches long. Yep. That's it, 20 and a half inches long. Got to give him that half. God Eight bless pounds, him. one inch. I didn't know you Collins were so worried about that half inch. Mother and baby are happy and healthy. So congratulations, Congratulations, Toph man. man. And do you have anything to say? Oh, yes, and don't forget about October 8th because October 8th, T.O.'s coming into town, and you got everybody listening. Got to remember that. Hey. Even if you're in Tokyo, my man, you fly over for that one, October 8th. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Big up to him. Big up to the guy in Tokyo. Big up. Damn.